I'm Andy Vinker, and this is Fit Pro Radio. Whether you're a fitness veteran or novice, this podcast is for you. I hope to share the good, the bad, and the real to help you fast track your career and help you find fulfillment and passion in the fitness industry. Let's go. This is Fit Pro Radio episode 8, and I am super excited because today we are joined by the beautiful, the wonderful, the kind, genuine, and authentic Puale Lin. And I'm super excited. You are the owner of a shop here, Eden K in Pleasant Grove. Um, but before I let Puale introduce herself, I need to just like put it out there. The reason I am so excited for this podcast interview is because when I met you, there was something like so different about you. I went into your store looking for cute clothes because <laughs> I don't know how to dress my body outside of fitness. <laughs> but not only did I learn that there's clothes for my body, but I also learned that there is a human out in the world that's not just trying to own a business, but you're out there trying to build people. You support other businesses you work outside of just your business hours to build community on social media as well as in your women's elevate group which is like a mastermind group right mm-hmm. and so you are in the business of helping others reach their full potential and so i'm so excited about this because i think in your endeavors to build other people you've proven that there's room for everyone to win there's room for everyone to succeed and so we're going to go into that in today's episode, but first I'm going to let you introduce yourself. Tell us all the things. <laughs> wow, I don't know what to say. I feel so grateful to be here, and thank you for that beautiful introduction. I um, I just feel so grateful. That's a huge compliment, and I just, you know, you never know how others see you until they tell you, and so thank you for telling me true. that. <laughs> For that introduction, I feel so honored, and um, yes, I'm learning still, even for myself, to take those compliments and to, yeah, to be grateful. Um, so thank you, and I am Puale. My full name is Pualeala. It's Hawaiian, and in Hawaiian it means fragrant flower wreath. Oh, beautiful. Anyone asks. Anyway, just <laughs> random fact about me. There you go. Um, and I am the owner of Eden K. I named after my daughters, Eden and Kaya. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so, so named after my girls. I have two girls and two stepsons, and um, I'm a single mom. I have my 17-year-old at home, and then I have um, my oldest is 21, and she's married and doesn't live at home, but she's still around. And then I have my 18-year-old stepson, Porter, and my uh, 15-year-old stepson, Tyson. So, shout out to them. Love them. Yeah, <laughs> shout out to my kids. Have to mention them here. And I I love eating cake. It's, it's my little place, I guess uh, we would call it. And um, yeah, I feel grateful to do what I do. I feel grateful to be here in Pleasant Grove. I knew when I found this space that I was supposed to be there. I knew. And I feel so grateful. Pleasant Grove is a beautiful, beautiful town. It is. We love PG. Shout out to Pleasant Grove, too. (laughs) Yes. Awesome. And so um, I want to just go into this episode. Something that's really big in fitness, 
And for those of you who are listening, if you haven't experienced this, unfortunately, it's something that you're going to cross. I've been in this in this space in fitness for over a decade, and it's something that some like just keeps coming up. And that is unfortunate, but it is com- competition in a gym space. It doesn't matter what format you teach. It doesn't matter how long you've been an instructor or how much experience you have. Competition always seems to come up. Um, but with that said, it's not always positive, right? It's sometimes can be taken more in a gossip, more of a like me against you or me against the world. Mm-hmm. And so I want to go into this because you are so good at I don't I don't know how you're just like free. <laughs> Maybe you've done you've done a lot of work, I'm assuming. A lot of but, work, yes. But you're so good because there's so many even in your space. Mm-hmm. So we're going to be addressing this for like fitness instructors, but I want to take it from Pule's experience in starting a boutique mm-hmm. in a competitive space. So mm-hmm. first, let's talk about how you found the inspiration to do this and how you find your voice and, and stand out in this space. Thank you so much. So for me, it has definitely been a journey and it has definitely been work. I have definitely done the work. There have been, um, soon after I started eating K, there were some huge personal obstacles that, that came up and um, that really, really challenged me and forced me um, into myself and to have to do a lot of work. Um, and, and so that has been the hugest, the hugest part of that, the hugest blessing of going through any time you go through any sort of suffering or any sort of trial or, or challenge. Um, the blessing of that is the growth, mm-hmm. right, that can occur. So, so that was the hugest blessing from that and going through those challenges. And so just, just honestly, um, Part of that, part of that, those challenges brought on a lot of business challenges too, because it affected my business life and how I operated. So, so it felt like in the beginning, a lot of it was just trying to figure it out. And and honestly, I am still figuring out my business and how I'm building Eden K. It's it's become an extension of me in a lot of ways. And um, but the way that I am, I'm coming to figure that out and to grow my business. I feel like in a lot of ways has been through growing myself and um, growing into you asked, you know, how, how did you figure this out, your mm-hmm. purpose and learning all of that. And, and honestly, it has just been a process of taking those steps to learn, learn these practices and to um, start applying them and to really seek for myself to know um, what felt right to me and to really get to know myself, I guess is the bigger, the bigger, bigger picture. Um, so it's, yeah, definitely been a journey and um, consciously making the effort. So I started with working on abundance and building an abundant mindset. And tell us what that means for those who are not like familiar with an abundant mindset. With an abundant mindset. So for me, an abundant mindset is understanding that I have everything that I need, that I am already whole and complete, and I have everything that I need to 
to succeed and to do what I want to do in the world and with my life and and understanding that there is no lack of anything for me or anyone else. There is no lack of substance, there's no lack of ideas, there are there's no lack of people. Um, as a boutique, I am in a competitive space, but there is no possible way that I can trust every single woman, mm -hmm. even in Pleasant Grove, or every single woman in Utah County, or I'm also online. There's no way that I can trust every <laughs> single woman who will come to my site, or, you know? I mean, hopefully I would, but I'm just <laughs> saying, I, I cannot dress every single woman out there. Mm -hmm. um, no one can, nor will I appeal to every single woman out there or my aesthetic or my style. And that's why I'm grateful there are other women out there who have boutiques who can help those women. Yes. And because they're needed, we're all needed. And and so I, and that's really what an abundant mindset is. It's understanding that, that, that the point is, what is your intention of, of why you're doing what you're doing? Yes. Are you doing what you're doing to serve? Because if you're coming from that intention, then you're able to see that. Mm -hmm. You're able to see that you cannot serve everyone that needs this type of service or, or what you have to offer. Or, you know, you, you can't. Or you can't teach every single class. Mm -hmm. You can't help everyone reach their fitness goals. And you're not going to appeal to everybody. Exactly. And that's okay because someone that's will. Okay. <laughs> yes, exactly. And the ones that you do appeal to will come to you. Mm -hmm. um, I was actually just, it makes me think of, I was just writing an email to someone and I was, I was telling them um, that the more you move into understanding your purpose and you're working in your purpose, and your intention is to serve, the more you will attract those to you whom you can serve best. Yes. And the more you will attract those to you whom you need in your life who can serve you, that you can learn from, the teachers that you need. Absolutely. And um, and so really it, it comes from that intention of serving and, and love. And really, um, and coming from a place of wanting to learn and grow. And um, I think that if you're coming from that place, then, then you can't help but learn and grow. That's true. And it's really hard to be competitive or judgmental when you come from that place. <laughs> mm -hmm. And so, yep. like, at least for fitness, I always think of, like, when, when what got me into fitness was this feeling of trying a Zumba class for the first time. Mm -hmm. um, and realizing okay i love this i never hate i never liked exercise before that um and so then thinking there's someone like me that i want to share this with and so mm -hmm. that's what got me into it and coming that's back incredible. to that purpose isn't that awesome yeah. and i know a lot of fitness instructors yeah. get into that for that same reason like wanting to share this excitement and passion yeah and so being able to come back to that, if that's your purpose, mm -hmm. it's so hard to find yourself in judgment when mm -hmm. you come back to that. Being mm -hmm. like, why am, I, why am I doing this in the first place? Mm -hmm. um, something I'd also love to ask is like, how do you find ways to celebrate other women and their gifts without diminishing yours or without like making yourself feel small? 
or like does that make sense mm-hmm. like how do you help others grow without like putting yourself in a smaller position like how do you stay your amazing awesome empowered self as you build people I think that that is how you empower yourself <laughs> true it is by building people I think that that does make you more expansive it does because it does push you not that it's easy because no. we all and I think that's why it's constant work we're always needing to constantly work and it's like um, I, I posted uh, to my feed um, that quote and I said it's not a quote I just I thought of it in my head I don't know maybe <laughs> someone has quoted it before but I said because um, it is something that occurred to me is that we need to stop viewing successful women as competition and instead view them as inspiration. Yes. And I had a friend who, um, she was so sweet, and she posted, and she's like, you're the perfect example of this. And I said, reached back, and I said, thank you so much, friend. I said, I work at it every day. You know, because there's always going to be that opposition. There's always going to be something pulling you back. You you have to always be working to stay in, in a, in a positive mindset and a good mindset and then also you know be working to think well of others I yes. think that we talk a lot about our thoughts and our mindset and I think a lot of that is also how do we think of others how do we regard them in our thoughts not just outwardly but also internally and um, really are we going and examining those things like well, why did that trigger me mm-hmm. why did that make me feel jealous why did that make me feel like I had to compete you know, and because we've all like, experienced that. I still Absolutely. experience that all yeah. the time. But then taking the time to step back and, and um, you know, sort of analyze that about yourself. And a lot of times we don't want to do that because we don't want to go there. We don't want to admit like, oh, that triggered me or that made me feel jealous or she, I'm jealous of her. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't want to say that to anyone <laughs> no. or to ourselves. <laughs> or to ourselves, yeah. You know, I want to be like, well, I'm not jealous of anyone. Like, why do I have to be jealous, you know? But it's true, we do. We all feel those things and those emotions. And um, and so that's what the work is, I think. And that's, it takes practice. And um, I think that the way to the way to be able to stay in that in that space more often is to build that relationship with yourself, and and it takes work, and I'm still doing it all the time, and and you you have to it's constant because you're constantly evolving. It's true. So it's constant work, and um, but that's the beauty of it, you know. It's the hard part. It's also the beautiful part, and it's how we learn and grow. Um, I I really believe the more that I have had Eden K, the more experience I've had and the more people I've been able to meet and um, the more I learn that relationships. And I've known this, you know, for for a long for forever, but mm-hmm. in life and in business relationships are everything. And um, I think that a huge part of why we're here is to learn to love and to increase our capacities to love. And the more that I learn, the more teachers that I listen to, and um, the more that I realize that that's true. And relationships are hard. Yeah. Business relationships are hard. 
Relationships are very intricate. Well, people are, <laughs> so, are complicated. People Everyone are very complicated. is very different, and we all have yeah. different aspects of ourselves that we don't ever bring forward. Exactly. And getting to navigate when without seeing all of it, the all whole picture. It. Yes, hard. yeah, and and so, and and resisting the urge to judge. Yes. Um, and it's you know, but that's why it helps to begin to understand how your brain works and to take the time to learn about your mental health and to um, gain these tools to work towards self-love because I think that it's when I see someone and I, you, I want to be competitive like you had asked me earlier, you know, how do you stay out of seeing someone and being like, oh, I, how do I not compare? <laughs> how do yeah. I not, you know, I want to beat them. And I, fitness is super competitive. It I can is. only imagine, you yeah. know, and I think women are super competitive as well, just in general kind of. And um, so I think for me, because we all have those feelings like we just talked about, um, what helps is just to go, is to go, wow, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. You know, like if I catch myself, like feeling jealous, being like, wow, that's really awesome. Like, how did she do that? And if she can do it, I can do it too. It's like I said, you know, in the caption to that quote, like if someone else is successful, like that's incredible because yeah. if she's had that level of success, there's no reason that I can't. And and people will say, you know, um, it's all been said before, but it's never been said how you have to say it. No one can say it how you can say it. No one's you. And the thing is, like, once you realize, like, if you go into yourself and get to know yourself, you realize that there is no one like you. It's true. There is no you. And so really there is no competition. Unless someone can be you. Which would be creepy. Which would be very creepy. No one wants that. (laughs) Yeah, unless someone can be you. There's no competition for you. None. It doesn't exist. Because there's no other you. And, And so I think that that's been the biggest thing. It's not that it's easy to get there. You have to practice. You have to work at it. You have to, just like everything else, you know, with your body and taking care of your body, you have to exercise every day. You have to practice and work out those muscles. And it's the same with your mental resiliency and your mental muscles. Yes. Right? You have to work them out. You have to practice them. And so going into those triggers, if you're at that level, getting and examining them. Yeah. Yes. Not judging yourself, but coming from a place of curiosity giving yourself grace and going, okay, why did this now? What do I need to work on? What is unhealed in me that I need to work on? You know, that triggered this or, yeah. So, so maybe just realizing like that people's judgments or if you have judgments of others, it's, it is a reflection of how you're feeling. Where you are. Yeah. And where you are. Which always sounds cliche, but that's like, it's, it's, it's so, the truth. Yeah, it's the truth. It's the truth. And yeah. I think I heard it in an episode, a podcast episode, um, Awesome by Awesome with Allison, in the Awesome oh, with Allison podcast, yeah. um, that she talks about that. That it's like, when I'm feeling a negative feeling, the best thing we can do is come from a place of curiosity and ask ourselves, like, why am I feeling this feeling? Finding the root of it and then being like, okay, maybe this is jealousy what are they doing that I'm not? And mm-hmm. what can I do to get there? Um, so I love that. Um, mm-hmm. And that, something you said That's made me beautiful. want to ask. Uh-huh. Um, when you said that there are only, there's only one of us, there's only one of you, one of me, how do you resist the urge to not try and 
be somebody else. Because I feel like in a space like fitness, for example, when there's a really popular instructor, something that I know newer instructors will do is try and not not emulate, but become almost. Be right. like, I'm going to do everything this instructor does. I'm going to teach like them. I'm going to play the same songs they do. When the reality is, it's like that person appeals to certain people because they are who they are, right? Mm -hmm. So how do we encourage instructors to emulate the good in mm -hmm. other instructors, but become, but be authentic to themselves when, especially if they're new, like what mm -hmm. if you don't know who you are? Mm -hmm. So like, do you have any thoughts on that? That's a really great question. <laughs> I know. I'm like, it's something yeah. we're all, we all have to work on. We're we all, all trying we all to have to work on because I totally get wanting to emulate someone mm -hmm. that you admire and look up to and, um, seeing their strengths and I'm sure that I've done that in my life. I know that there's women that I've completely tried to imitate, especially when I was younger in high school, and just because you want to be like them. Yeah. Or maybe think, they're successful. So you're like, if yeah. I just do everything they're doing. <laughs> yeah, I'll be like them. I'll be I'll just like them. followers I'll have. <laughs> and the thing is that that's, that will never work. Mm -hmm. And I think the thing to remember is that you're always, it's going to be like you're going to be on a hamster wheel always trying to, to be like somebody else it's never gonna feel um, it's sort of like you're working almost against yourself instead of with yourself yes and so I think that um, the biggest benefit that you can do and it comes back to is to get to know yourself and to build that relationship with yourself and um, to love yourself, to be able to recognize your own strengths and your own individuality. And another way that for me at least that I've gotten to know myself and see myself more clearly is through connection to God. And, um, and for others, maybe just a connection to a higher power. Um, but it was actually Dr. Smith who she came in and presented at her Women's Elevate group, but she talked about how those who have a connection to God or higher power or higher source are shown to have more resiliency in life. Um, and so that has been huge mm -hmm. for me and to know, because there's been times when I've, I have felt jealous or had those emotions come, creep up and I've gone to God and said, okay, um, what you know help me to see understand why I'm seeing this and help me to help me to see me how you see me you yes. know in moments like that um so that has been a source of strength for me and that's been important um just to to have a greater knowing and sense of who I am and whose I am and where I come from has definitely helped me in that sense and it probably keeps you grounded in your purpose, right? Yes. Yes, definitely in my purpose. And um, yes, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could go on for a long time. So no, I love that. But <laughs> no, but thank you for um, sharing that. Because I don't think a lot of people when we are here, whether it's building in a business or an Instagram or whatever it may be, it's like, I think we tend to forget that there is a source outside of ourselves that we can turn to, mm -hmm. to remind ourselves and see ourselves through a different lens, through like the lens, mm -hmm. um, to come back to that grounding 
to come back to our purpose, yeah. to come back to why we began, um, and to come out of ourselves when we begin to get stuck in our egos or our insecurities mm-hmm. or our, our feelings, <laughs> you know, it's like yeah. we can give us, give us clarity there. Yeah. So thank you for sharing that. Thank you. I love that you said that the lens. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And, and like you're saying, you know, and I think too, to remember that it's not about you. Mm-hmm. So when you're feeling like you want to compare and remember, like, again, go back to your intention. What are your intentions? Is are your intentions to serve? And if they're to serve, then how can you best serve? And what do you have that's just you, you know? And um, it's hard. I know it's it's hard to do sometimes. I'm not saying that's easy. And like I said, it's constant work. We talked about that as well. And it's constant practice. Yeah. Um, and ca- constantly catching ourselves because I feel like sometimes whether it's anxiety or insecurity or, or fears when it's for me yeah. it will like morph into different areas of my life so maybe it's teaching mm-hmm. maybe it's being a director maybe mm-hmm. it's being a mom like mm-hmm. whatever it is it's going to to change and shift depending on where we're feeling strongest and mm-hmm. less strong and yes. so I think being able to catch ourselves in those moments and just like sit in it mm-hmm be curious about it and then kind of tune back into who I who am I what is my voice what is my purpose and being able to stay there for a minute until it changes again (laughs) no I love that yes and also too it's it's so important to be in tune with your feelings and your thoughts and like where you are but then um, your intention to remember that if you're operating from, so, you know, for somebody who is trying to imitate another instructor perfectly, yeah, most likely you're operating from fear. Mm-hmm. It's, it's fear and scarcity. Based. There's, yes, not, and scarcity there's not enough that, space for me. Yes. There's not enough space for me. So I have to be just like her so that I can get the clients because look at how many clients she has, yes. you know, and and instead of being like, no, I'm going to find my clients, the ones that need me and how I can teach them and 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 realizing that there are your people and they have their people and there's people that you're going to reach that they can't reach Mm -hmm. and realizing that there are people that need just you and your voice exactly yeah so so yes that abundant mindset and just just understanding that your people need you and and you will do it your way I've even just recently um, just had some friends saying, you know, mentioned some things like, oh, well, this person's doing exactly what you're doing, or this person's doing exactly what you're doing there, and, <laughs> you know, it's trying to do the same things, and I, and I said to them, that's great, mm-hmm. like, I can't, I can't, I can't serve everyone that I would want to serve, yeah. and we need someone else doing this, too, like, and, and the thing is, she's going to do it in her way and attract the people that need her because she does it her way. And I'm going to attract the people who need me because I do it in my way. And, and there's room for, there's more than enough room for all of us. We're all needed. We all need each other. Yes. And that's the thing is, is we all need each other. And I think one thing I also want to add with that is like, it's important to know who you're surrounding yourself with. Because I feel like when you have great people in your life, it's really hard to also come back to that competitive space, right? It's like you are constantly with people who are surrounding you with that abundance. And Mm -hmm. I know that 
when we're upset, like I've seen it, I've done it, we all have. Like when sometimes you're upset or things don't go your way, you I know that I have like my fire fuelers is what I call them. Okay. So it's like the people that like pour the gasoline on my rage. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> yeah. And then yeah. they just like know how to like be angry with yeah. me. Um, but when the reality is, it's like, how productive is that? When instead, like, I've loved seeing the change in my friendships that now if I'm like, oh my gosh, like, you won't believe what happened. I have these amazing friends like you, or like even like Dr. Smith that you guys heard in episode four, or other friends that I surround myself with that are like, but let's, like, what do you think that they were experiencing? when this happened or let's see it a different way or why mm-hmm. did you come to that conclusion to mm-hmm. that like that's how you're feeling and so I think also being super hyper aware of the people that we're surrounding ourselves with can mm-hmm. also totally shift the integrity of our foundation when it comes to our abundance mindset or our mm-hmm. scarcity mindset mm-hmm. so quick just throwing it out there who are you surrounding yourself with are they people that you can turn to that will give you that other perspective or are they the fire fuelers mm-hmm. that don't necessarily create positive or like productive conversation <laughs> but also just maybe yeah. like perpetuate the anger because when we're in that state it's really hard to see that we can all succeed it's really hard mm-hmm. to see that we can all win mm-hmm. um so i just wanted to put that out there but um really quick before we wrap up i wanted to know two things first what are some actionable steps? Because we talked a lot about the work. Mm-hmm. Um, this is uncomfortable for a lot of people because mm-hmm. it's work. And mm-hmm. when we're talking about it, we're talking about mental and emotional digging into our wounds to mm-hmm. try and like dig out the you know like emotional infection, if you will, yeah. to get to healing and get mm-hmm. to a point where you can come through it. So what are some things that you practice to, that have gotten you to where you are in that healing? And what are things that you can recommend to others that if they are feeling these feelings, they can start working on in their own lives? Okay, so there are layers. Yes. Lots of layers, so remember that. <laughs> it's all individual. Yes, it's all individual. And some of them you may not know you have until you start relating to people in different ways again. So be aware of that. Um, and I think... To, I always do my best to operate from the place that everyone is doing the best they can. And it just brings me so much more peace and, and has is a thought that serves me very well, has served me very well in life and in business. Yeah. Everyone is doing the best they can. And so just to adopt that mindset and to consciously work on on building a mindset of positivity and abundance and 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 that starts with gratitude so a daily gratitude practice is huge uh, just and meditation so just being grateful that you are breathing mm-hmm. and recognizing that you can breathe you're breathing you wake up every day, you can move and walk, and what a blessing that is. And recognizing everything that you have and all of your blessings, we have so much. And and so starting there with with gratitude is huge for bringing abundance, and then, and then it attracts abundance into your life. Um, the more, when you're grateful for what you have, 
you um, you feel more of that. You attract more of that. Um, and and then also, uh, literally, verbally, um, or even your head, thanking, thanking God or your higher power, your higher source. Thank Him for people. Thank Him for challenging people. Um, thank Him for challenging experiences and challenging relationships. Ask Him what you can learn from those experiences or her or your higher power <laughs> or ask yourself ask your your own you know ask yourself ask your intuition what am i what am i needing to learn here you know let me look at this let me look at myself and examine this and um so being open and being willing to learn and understanding that you are not perfect and you don't know everything and and that's okay that you're you're learning and allowing yourself that grace and that time to learn and I think when you're more loving of yourself you're more loving of others as well and and so I believe that's why it really does come down to self-love mm -hmm. and loving yourself um, but yeah start start there those things I hope that answered your question yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and the stuff. yeah what do I do? I love that. <laughs> no, I love it. Yeah. And I have one more question for you. Okay. And that is, what is one thing, it doesn't have to be one thing, but what okay. is a piece of advice? I'm like, when it's one, it just stresses me out. I'm like, one thing? <laughs> I have so many things to say. But um, what is something, I guess, a piece of advice that you would give to somebody, whether they're new in this, in either industry, you know, like if they're brand new, if they're feeling the pressures to compete, if they're feeling those feelings, like what is... What is a piece of advice or what do you, would you speak to that, to them mm -hmm. specifically? Like how can they grow? Where can they start? And what can they do to find confidence maybe in themselves? Um, so just start. You have to start. You just have to start taking the steps. And, and honestly, those that fail don't really, those that, I don't want to say fail because you're going to always have failures along yeah. the way. That's part of mistakes. life. Yeah. That's part of business. You're going to make failures. So I don't want to say that those businesses that fail, fail because of this, because I don't believe that businesses fail. I think that businesses give up. Mm -hmm. And that's the difference is that like, do you take the failures and then learn from them and keep going? Um, or you're like, oh, this failed. You know, I failed. I couldn't do it. Um, or do you see it as an obstacle? To overcome and so again that goes with your mindset shift and and positivity um, but to remember that that again no one can do what you can do no one can do what you can do we each have gifts we each have gifts that we I believe this is for me but that we each have gifts that we can heal the world with and the world needs our gifts. The world needs your individual gifts and you have something, everyone does. And any leader will tell you that. Anyone who's been successful in life will tell you, you have your gifts, everyone does. And so again, consciously make an effort. If you don't know what your gifts are and your talents are, consciously make an effort to find them and learn what they are. You can, you can go online and you can take personality tests for free. You can take 
there is a, a test that, that really helped me to feel more confident just recently that mm-hmm. I took. And it's the Clifton Strength Finders test or Gallup Strength Finders. Yeah, that was an awesome one. It's amazing, yes. And so, and you can learn all of your strengths and take classes on them and really dive into what they are. So, so, and again, it's constant work. So be doing things to constantly build your confidence in yourself. Do things that, that you know make you feel good and bring you light. Make sure that you're around people who are positive and uplifting and like Andy talked about, are in the, in the same place as you who want to work and expand and grow um, because all of that will build you because you do. You have to constantly do that work to keep mm-hmm. yourself in that confident space, in that positive mindset because there is there's opposition like you know we mentioned earlier, there's opposition in all things. So you do. It's not, it's not like you're you can do this and then you're set. You're like, okay, I figured it out. Now I'm good. Nailed it. Nope. <laughs> you have to constantly, constantly be, be engaging in the practices, constantly willing to do the work and, um, and learn and grow. Yeah. It's not like you just have arrived at this place and boom, you're good. Like we yeah. said, it morphs. It changes. Yes. It changes. You evolve and you grow. Yep. To keep going. I love that. Thank you so much for all your thoughts and thank you so much for sharing. And I, I hope that you guys found value in this. Tell everyone where they can find you, where they can follow you, where they can buy all your cute clothes. (laughs) (laughs) You're so cute. So come in. I love for everyone to come into the boutique. It's in Pleasant Grove, um, on state street. You can find the address at my Instagram, which is shop eating K S H O P E D Y N K E I. And you can find me there. It's the best way to get a hold of me, really. And we'll link her on to all the show notes <laughs> so that you can find her too. But oh, thank you thank so much. You. And, thank you. and like I said, you can always follow Pule and learn so much, not just about clothing, not just about like not you don't just have like really great content, but you have a really great um, a really great way of teaching how to build yourself and build others around you. And so you can check out her Elevate groups too, where you do masterminds, you build business, you build people, as well as you do other programs. You want to hurry and shout those out? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Okay. Because they're so, really awesome. Like we didn't touch so on Elevate, how awesome you are. No, it's, everyone is. Um, so Elevate, which is our women's business networking group, um, which we love. And even if you don't own a business, but you want to come and meet women and network, it's really fun. We meet twice a month and then... I also have Inspire Events, um, and which is I N S P I H E R on Instagram. Inspire yeah. her um, events, and we host one event a month, either a pop up market or a women's event, um, to help women in some way or just to promote small businesses. And so. Um, I work with my friend Ryanne, who she she has another small business, and so it's been really fun to work with her. And um, and then I also host other events at Eating K, highlighting different women from the community and their talents, but then also bringing women together just for different things. Um, I hosted a free yoga night a few weeks ago that was really beautiful That's and awesome. just yeah, just um, just really to help women connect and. Um, it's just been really great. I'm, I feel really grateful. And so, yeah, follow me there. There's some fun things. We do some free paid and some paid events for women and then 
pop-ups and markets for small businesses. So, And if you are a small business, this is really especially fun. local to here. You can definitely reach yes. out too. Yes, please. <laughs> I would love it. We would love it. So, Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much. And thank you everyone for listening. <laughs> and we'll see you on the next one.